following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Springtime tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine and More. Did you know there were over one million bubbles in a glass of champagne? Did someone say brunch? Leave the egg hunting to the kids. We'll have even more fun hunting for your brilliant brunch Riesling. Ham's sweet and salty richness pairs perfectly with sweeter wines with bold fruit. How about a juicy Pinot Noir? Whether you're hosting or just bringing the wine, Total Wine and More has you covered with 8,000 wines, 3,000 spirits, and 2,500 beers at always low prices. Cheers! My name is Matt Perez. My name is Satchel Drakes. And this is Overworld, where we try to be curious, fail at being smart, and talk about video games at the intersection of art, society, and other stuff. And support for Forbes comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. You're confident when it comes to your work and life. Rocket Mortgage gives you that same confidence when it comes to refinancing your existing mortgage or buying a home. It lets you understand all the details so you can be confident that you're getting the right mortgage for you. Go to rocketmortgage.com slash Forbes. Hey, Satchel. Hey, Matt. How's it going, man? Pretty what are you good. watching? What are you, what, what, what are you intaking lately? Well, um, Summer Games, done quick, wrapped up, what was it, like a week or two ago. Did you uh, catch any of it? It did. I caught some of it, yeah. It's kind of become an interesting tool for me to find games that I want to play. Oh, yeah? Because they'll do some indies and stuff like that. And also just the general entertainment of seeing someone kind of break a game completely. Yeah. It is like, a, it feels like speedrunning is going on all year. But yeah, definitely I, I everyone notices when that comes around, GDQ. And yeah, I... I don't know. I'm super into speedrunning. I sometimes forget how much I am into speedrunning until GDQ comes around. But yeah, like, I don't know. Do you have like a favorite game that you watch sometimes? Favorite run? I do. So I was going to, so my, my favorite is Super Mario 64. Um, I was going to ask if you watch kind of year round because I do. It's like, uh, I don't know if it's like late at night and I'm like cooking myself like, scrambled eggs or whatever like i will just randomly go on to twitch and you know you can search by game now um i think they implemented that what like a year ago or something like that so i will go in search super mario 64 and typically find an any percent of somebody getting through it and i just love it was a game that i personally invested a lot of hours into not only beating but just fiddling around with in each world with no objective Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's really cool seeing other people who also decided to do that but publicly and uh see them find things that I never thought I ever would. Oh, yeah. I think I found, like, maybe one glitch in Super Mario 64. I thought I was the smartest person in the world. I'm like, no one has <laughs> felt this before. I've broken the game. But, uh... What do, what do you typically watch? Do you, do you watch outside of the events, or...? Yeah, well, what ends up happening is I'll find, like, a run or two that I'm super into, uh, and just keep watching them over and over as, like, kind of almost, like, background noise, because I just find... I don't know. I find, like, cooking shows and certain speed runs really relaxing <laughs> that's totally fair i yeah. get that like there's there's a vibe there's i guess you're kind of watching people work in a way you're just seeing someone do something really really efficiently and it it's just kind of nice i guess as like background you know um yeah. but yeah like i've had videos where i've watched like 40 minute speed runs time and again just because I don't know. They're 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 just like mesmerizing sometimes. And there's certain games that like jump out to me. Like 
Mario is always a big one because I've I've even tried to attempt to speed run like Super Mario Brothers three. It's like all the tricks you learn as a kid, and then as an like when you're like in your twenties, I'm like, I can do this better. Like, just, <laughs> and it's just like, and then you think you're great, and like I think I've beaten it in like 15 minutes, which I think is pretty impressive, right? But uh, then you go see someone else do it, and they're just like destroying it. And you're like, oh, I'm not that good, damn. Um, but like the my probably my favorite's Dark Souls and Dark Souls is already one of my favorite games, but um, it's just like there is like glitching in it, and that's totally fine. But like really, like a good portion of the beginning, a lot of it is just them playing the game really well, and it shows like why I like Dark Souls, where it's a little bit more vertical. You can go to places you're not supposed to go to pretty early on, and like. You know, first few minutes of the of the run, they go to this place that when you're actually playing Dark Souls for the first time, you enter it. There's a bunch of, like, mini dragons spitting lightning bolts, and you're like, I'm not going anywhere near that. Uh, That's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but, like, they're running through it to grab a single item, and the item basically unlocks, not unlocks, but, like, allows the, the runner to just destroy bosses where... Um, the less health you have, the more damage you do. So, like, before they even go into, like, this giant boss fight that, like, anyone that's ever played Dark Souls died 50, 100 times to, they make sure they're one hit away from dying so they can, like, five-shot it. And it's, like, super cool and satisfying. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I was watching one that, like, they the person completed it in, like, an hour. Um, or, like, 50 minutes. And... You know, it, it was something I always went back to, but I just recently saw that someone could beat it in 36 minutes, and I was like, "That's amazing!" Like, it, oh, and, it, like and the run has like almost completely changed because I think the, my guess is like they found like a single new glitch, and that really just like blew the doors open and how you like order everything. That has me wondering, like in their training, like they must have hours just dedicated to figuring out how they can break the game to jump ahead. Yeah, you know what I mean, like how to find the the flute, like in, in Mario Brothers three, like that mm-hmm. will just get you the closest to the end as possible. Oh yeah, and I can't imagine like finding it first off is probably, I think it's usually you find like a, an, an exploit that you can use anywhere, but then you use it in a specific spot. Like everyone's just trying out this exploit, and they find the golden point, and then it's a matter of like just nailing it every single time, which is like the skill of using the glitch itself, and like yeah. It's just crazy to me. I, I really like it. And I like that that aspect of, like, everyone has their fingerprints on it. it like, it evolves over the years. A big one, I feel like that was in, um, like, a lot of websites talked about it was an Ocarina of Time glitch that, like, shortened the game and made a new world record. Like, Ocarina of Time came out, like, like what, 96 or 97? Like, yeah. And they're still breaking... The, the world record for it like that's insane it really is and i, I love the sort of it just proving that the, the emperor really has new clo- has no clothes in a kind of way like even a behemoth like nintendo has not designed a perfect unbreakable game <laughs> oh no <laughs> well that's all, all, the other awesome aspect is just like I don't know it, it almost gives you confidence of like nothing is perfect you can break all of this <laughs> yeah yeah it's all up for grabs. Yeah, I just find it super relaxing and, like, super cool. Uh, and I kind of wanted to learn more about it. 
and just like you know see what other people think of speedrunning and why they're into it so i think we have someone that we can talk to about that yeah so um we have glenn o'neill who is a is an owner and one one of the partners of AGDQ, which is sort of like the Super Bowl of speedruns, and he's been uh, rolling with them since since the beginning. I think he might have a couple of uh, a couple of words that can because I'm super kind of taken away uh, with the culture, and I see that he's always up on it and has been has been to events. So let's jump into the interview with him. Awesome stuff. Glenn O'Neill is the co-founder and co-owner of The Yeti. The Yeti is an Illinois-based company that specializes in producing T-shirts, vinyl records, and other unique merchandise for indie games and gaming culture. Um, related to speedrunning through The Yeti, he's a partner and sponsor of the event and has uh, raised approximately $1 million, give or take. Uh, I'll ask you for the actual numbers for their spectrum of charities. Um, Glenn, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Uh, the number is 906,000 currently. So yeah, we're, so, we're so close that we're so close to that mill. Uh, it's, uh, it's going to take one more event, I think. And then we're there. Amazing. Uh, yeah, could you, could you talk with us a little bit about one, a quick snapshot about what the Eddie does and, uh, what AGDQ does and how, what drew you to AGDQ at all? Sure. Um, well, the Yeti is a website with lots of cool merch. Uh, it kind of started. It started with myself and my business partner Mike Mancuso. Uh, we met on Twitter, uh, and we were both artists frustrated with uh, spec work and various other industry things that we were facing. So we decided to do it our own way. Uh, a couple of years later, we quit our jobs and were able to do it full time. And it's grown to the point where we have close to twenty five staff. Uh, we're working with really cool licenses like. Cuphead and Owlboy, uh, and Games on Quick has actually been around with us since 2012. It was one of the early early things we started doing. Uh, we did the first event, uh, Summer Games on Quick, in 2012. We were introduced by an artist that we were working with, and uh, we did a t-shirt for them, and I think we raised close to $3,000, which uh, is still an amazing, amazing amount of money to raise, but... Uh, yeah. Since then, we've gone to do their biannual events, Awesome Games on Quick in the winter, Summer Games on Quick in the summer, uh, and most recently we raised $150,000 for Doctors Without Borders uh, with Summer Games on Quick 2018. Uh, occasionally, there's other events, like they did one uh, for... Uh, it was called HRDQ. It was uh, Hurricane Relief done quick, um, which oh, was a spontaneous one that was done earlier this year uh, after all the hurricanes hitting, you know, <laughs> the hurricane season that we had this year is pretty intense. So, yeah. uh, And then there's another one coming up in October called uh, Games Done Quick uh, Express, which is done at TwitchCon, which is a new one. Uh, but yeah, it's oh, wow. it's it's been an awesome gig and awesome working with them because it, it kind of encapsulates what Mike and I uh, are really interested in as far as gaming goes. Like we're interested in the culture of gaming, not like the gamer gear and you know Mountain Dew, <laughs> but like actually playing Dude games. Knows. The, the, yeah, the, the the art form of games and like breaking them down to the core mechanics and stuff like that. So games on quick does something with video games that I don't think, uh, anyone else is doing like speed running in general is a different community. Like, it, but games on quick is the speed running event. So, uh, if you were wanting to see the top tier sort of stuff, that'd be the one to go to. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I was just talking with Matt about how it almost seems like we haven't had that in a while where at least within the gaming community stuff, we have this new kind of 
commercial beacon to look at for that. Like it's almost like this event itself pulls out all the speedrunner runners that otherwise we wouldn't have known about. It's well, yeah, sort of. Those communities have been existing forever. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not deeply involved with speedruns archive or speed demos archive, which is I think the original speedrunning site. But like, there's been people tracking world record runs using like VHS recorders and like uh, pinnacle, <laughs> pinnacle capture cards. Like people have been recording speedruns of video games since like internet conception times. So uh, it's obviously like something, a community that's much older than the Yeti or uh, the, the event itself, but uh, definitely a community that has grown and ballooned out to this kind of amazing charity uh, superstar. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love hearing about those deep cut, like, yeah, man, I had it on the VHS, you know, running through freaking, I don't know, I don't even know. Um, like, you know, <laughs> time VHS wall clips. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. How do you feel, so, being involved with them from 2012, that, I mean, obviously that's a long, a long time, also for Miss Genesis, how do you feel it's grown over the years? Like, what things you feel have changed, either with the community, the event itself? Um, the event itself is it's massive. Like uh, it's it's it gets. I'm not sure what the concurrent viewers record is, but it's up there. They they have something. I like. I'll tune in and there'll be 200,000 people watching it on Twitch, which is an insane amount of people. Like yeah, that's, that's a lot. more than a stadium. And then at the event itself, I know that they have several hundred people attending including the runners and the volunteers so the event itself has grown from being uh in somebody's basement to to what it is now uh as far as the community goes like i think everyone i think anyone who enjoys uh video games can find something they enjoy at games on quick for watching the runs because there's all kinds of runs there's super hyper technical stuff there's competitive races there's like uh the task bot like if you're a programmer like task bots kind of rad because they program a computer to basically beat games a tool assist to beat games faster than any human possibly could they did a task did a task bot run of celeste at the last marathon and like the button inputs are not possible but they're literally destroying the game (laughs) so there's there's something for everyone to tune in and i think that kind of lends itself to why the event is so successful and why it grows that and like there's something uh something magical about uh the ability for gamers to use their skills to do something good and I feel like that's a very powerful tool for the people who participate in the event, the speedrunners and the volunteers. But also, I think the idea of being able to rally together as a community and you know raise you know two million dollars for Doctors Without Borders in a week, like that's yeah. just incredible. Like I've been, I, you know, you grow up watching telethons for hospitals locally, and like those things, they do all right, but it's not. It's not a speedrunning event. It's nowhere near there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's too good. Yeah, the community. The community is really awesome. I mean, with any community, obviously things get bigger. The problems get bigger as well, and they've had to address that. But I, I, I think that as an organization, they handle things really professionally, and uh, they've done it without any major, major problems. Yeah, it always feels like a big event. At, like whenever uh, Awesome Games on Quicker. Uh, summer games done quick happens like how was this year's event like 
Were you? Or you were there? I, I didn't. I didn't actually attend this year. Uh, I was on travel coming back from home from uh, a, another uh, charity event that we do, uh, Zeldathon, uh, following uh, the Yeti warehouse sale that we had uh, open house at our new building this year. So uh, I was a little travel lagged out, but I did watch at least like thirty six hours of Games Done Quick Life. So. Oh, oh man, God, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there were some really great runs this year. I especially loved, uh, well, the Celeste runs were great because I really enjoyed that game and I wanted to see it get destroyed. But uh, I also really like the, the more uh, funny-based runs. There was a great one by PJ called, it was the game um, Bionic Commando Rearmed 2. And there's a glitch in the game where there's a command that causes Chris Redfield to scream. Or is it not Chris Redfield? The guy who played the Bionic Commando dude. I can't remember his name. But it causes him to mm-hmm. scream when he does an attack. And the scream sound doesn't end. So, like, <laughs> he, he, he could be riding an elevator going up in the level. And he's like, ah! ah! And it, it was double, double plus good because uh, Power Up Audio, Power Up Audio, the guys who did the sound for the event, they would actually turn the game volume up anytime Bionic uh, Commando <laughs> I was dying. I was just dying. Oh my gosh. I have to watch that now. <laughs> that is too good. How, like, how, when, how, like, when did you start getting into uh, speedruns themselves? Like, when did you realize, like, oh, this is pretty, something really cool I want to follow? So quick, honestly, like, we were introduced uh, just before Games Done Quick, the one that we started with, uh, Summer, Summer Games Done Quick 2012, we were introduced by... Uh, a friend and artist, Carrie Fry, she introduced us to the event and, uh, yeah, I just fell in love with watching speedruns. One of my favorites to watch is Final Fantasy VI, uh, just because I love the game. And it's a long run. Like, it's a six, seven-hour run, depending on what percentage you're doing. But there's always, like, the people who are running it are so knowledgeable about the game. And, like, it's... It's it's kind of like you're not reading the dialogue, but you're playing through all your feelings of playing that game yourself. <laughs> you know? like, yeah, like really quickly. <laughs> like really quickly getting all the feels of like, oh, man, like this part of the story, that part of the story, so on. So, yeah. It's not an emotional journey. It's an emotional roller coaster. I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> of, of the events that you've been through, what, what does the what does the actual venue look like? Like, what is it like? Uh, it's usually like a like holiday, um, or not holiday, uh, a hotel, um, like a like a meeting room in a hotel, like a very large meeting room, like not quite as big as like a convention center would be, right, like, right, right, like ballroom times two sort of thing, uh, and there's a about two thirds of the room is filled up with the technical stream setup and like the interview coach and all this gear. And it's like loads of consoles and cables everywhere, mics and lights and, you know, like a standard production would be. And then the other half is just an audience of chairs in front of a projector. And then obviously they have the couch with the streamers and the, the people playing the game right up front. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, most recently at the Game Sound Quick events, they partner up with uh, Tokyo Attack, who brings uh, full arcade. Uh, there's a practice oh, room. Oh, whoa! Yeah, legit, getting legit now. Yeah, they have like uh, they have like Bishibashi and like some some Jubeats, and there's always really rad arcade caps because Tokyo Attack is awesome. And then uh, they have a practice room. There's usually like a, a tabletop room and like just a hangout room sort of stuff. So it's it's 
it's a gathering as well as a, a an event. So it's a, I, I find a lot of people go and hang out and then check out the runs they want. And I believe most of the time the hotels stream the, the event in the TVs in the hotel so you can watch it in your room. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, kind of like a little mini con, but not quite as crazy. <laughs> well, it's mm. still pretty crazy, but, you know, yeah. That's super cool. Mm. Hmm. What do you, uh, what, what, what made, like, kept you watching speed? Like, what do you think is, like, why they're so watchable and enticing to you? Well, it's it's no different than watching sports, really, because, mm-hmm. you know, especially like there's races like the Metroid races where you, you pick your horse or like uh, they do randomizer races where they'll play a randomizer version of Legend of Zelda. Those are always fun. But like there's always like the stakes of like, is this going to be a world record or, oh. or, or, or or like the unknown? Like if you don't follow a game being speed run and then you go and watch it for the first time and it's a game that you're mm-hmm. familiar with and you've played when you see things that happen that shouldn't happen, <laughs> like <laughs> when you see things that break or like just it's crazy. It's mind blowing how, how intuitive these people are when they research you know, I wonder if I can, you know, damage boost through this wall and skip 10 minutes of this game or an hour, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's all oh my- to, to see a game that you struggle, especially a game you struggle with, just get destroyed. <laughs> yeah. That's like, I think part, I, I get that yeah. because like... Like Dark Souls is like the one I watch a ton. I love that speed run and it's one of my favorite games. But it is a thing of like you're familiar with like the layout of Dark Souls and like how you're supposed to play it. And then to see like everything going in different order, you're like, I would not even think to you could actually do that. And it has that like effect of the familiar is no longer there. Like it's totally subverting all your expectations. That's always like really satisfying. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I can skip that boss naked. Great. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, seriously, it's like they're purposely getting hurt and like going in the wrong direction. I'm like, and then like, they're doing things that, uh, you would do, you know, an hour into the game near the end of their 30 minute run. And it's just like, it's super, satisfying to see that yeah like i would liken it to um i don't know i was into parkour videos for a while right uh but like it's totally like the whole thing of parkour is like oh it's a staircase you go up and down and it's like well what if i like do something different with it and it's kind of cool you know like, yeah. yeah i mean say it almost the way you're describing it sounds like it's like every game but like mirror's edge where there's something satisfying about someone flawlessly making their way through it I'm nodding my head so hard right now. <laughs> um, and then the other part is like they do things with the donation incentives to make it interesting and competitive as well. So, for example, a lot of times people can donate to name characters in RPGs, which is rad and interesting. Actually, that other, is rad. Yeah. Other ones, other ones are like you can donate in Super Metroid. There's a run where yeah. you can save or kill the animals, and I believe that that particular donation incentive is re- raised at least like two hundred fifty thousand dollars in the past because <laughs> it's either you save the animals or kill the animals, and like you get super salty if you lose, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, other other donation incentives unlock really bizarre games or runs. So like this year they unlocked Pepsi Man. Previously they've unlocked like blindfolded Mike Tyson punch out completions. So like they definitely as an event keep it very interesting with the games that they schedule and the incentives that they schedule. 
I know that they receive like 700 plus submissions or every time they organize an event. So they really have to narrow down like what can fit in this week and what is going to be interesting, what personalities are exciting. Cause sometimes it's about the, the person on the couch making jokes as much as it is the, the run being interesting. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it, 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 it's just a, it's, it's a fun event. I, I, it's really hard to explain to people who are outside the world of gaming though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I try to explain it to my dad. I'm just like, Dad, this is, you know, we're doing this charity event. We raised this much money for Doctors of the Borders. He's like, oh, what are they doing at the event? I'm like, well, they're playing video games, but they're playing them really fast and they're breaking. And it's for a week long. <laughs> he's like, oh, okay. And I was like, here, just watch this, watch this five minute clip. And he's going to beat Mega Man 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Definitely. I, you know, what was like super watchable to me. And I feel like a lot of people like even outside of speed running were like super into it was, um, double fine put out a video of a speedrunner going through psychonauts in front of the team that made it. And it's like, he's just breaking the game in front of like Tim Schafer, all these people that like <laughs> crunched on the game. They're like, Oh my God, we missed that. And it's like significant stuff. And it, it is like really that. I think that like shows like the game creators are like, face palming like oh my god i can't believe we left that in the game yeah and, and i think that's like a really cool aspect of it too i, I that's like a way i think like it, to it, probably get someone non uh speed running fan into it it, it gets, reveals that no please go ahead no it, it, well it gets meta too because i know the developers from celeste they enjoy the games done quick events and when they design their game they design certain elements with speed running in mind and the mm-hmm. power up audio did the, the the audio for it one of their one of their techs uh, is actually a speedrunner and has run a game at Games Done Quick. And when they were on, it was super meta because, so we had somebody run Celeste and Power Body was on the couch with them. They're talking about the game, running it. And then they had Taskbot run, which is the tool assist bot, run the game after that. And we had Power Audio dude going, oh my God, what the heck? The guy who holds the world record for speed running it going, what the hell? Because this robot is breaking the game further than he could be possibly anticipated. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> It, it feels like a sort of um, – well, it, it's it's super humbling seeing that. And it, it's also just like an amazing feat when you find out – I can't remember if I mentioned this on the show before, but um, I was watching this super – so my favorite speedrun to watch is, is Super Mario 64 bar none. Like late at night, that is what I will go to Twitch to put on just to see how people do. And <laughs> are you are you do 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 you know like that I, I sat through a tutorial from one of the one, from one of the speedrunners who talks about this the way this way in which they performed aerobatics with Mario to first break the physics and mm-hmm. then create a black hole mm-hmm. that causes the full like polygonal map to fold in on itself so that he can jump through that black hole onto another side of the map where you would typically need to have more stars Mm -hmm. and beat the game faster. And I was just like, that is a thing. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it gets pretty nuts for sure. Mm -hmm. And they're always like, there's certain games like that have been 
updated for world record over and over again like legend of zelda ocarina of time is one of them they're always mm-hmm. finding new tech to beat that game faster mario 64 is one that will never stop being competed against so like if you go on and i i mean if you want to go on the speedrunning reddit uh there's always new world records being posted <laughs> on the daily sometimes on the hourly for certain games i remember celeste it kept jumping down by like 20 30 seconds like every every like couple hours for a day there it was nuts mm-hmm. well that's a that's another big part of it for me is like knowing that like this run has been developed over years or something mm-hmm. and like i think i was like two like again dark souls is like one of my favorites like two years like the newest one is like 36 minutes long and i just saw it and i think the previous one that i had seen was like 50 or something like that like mm-hmm. it's cool it's crazy how and like it's it's totally like the beginning is pretty much the same because you have to get a certain item but like the entire like it just like totally is rearranged just because like someone found a glitch you know and is able to do it in a totally different way Mm-hmm. And there's, it's funny because there's so many sub-communities for each game uh, and each category of the run because there's, you know, any percent, which is the most standard where you complete it as fast as possible. It doesn't matter what percentage mm-hmm. completion. There's like 100%. Sometimes there's bizarre tiers. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of some off the top of my head, but like specific... Uh, things to collect percentages so people make up all kinds of tiers to do uh, different runs when something gets stale keeps the game fresh so yeah it's got like everyone's fingerprints over the years on it and like people i I, like the runners seem to know like oh this glitch was discovered by this guy and then a few years later this one was discovered so it's like it's just continuously building it which is like really interesting you know it's like a piece of history that's ever evolving there's another really cool community is a game uh, mario maker for the wii u uh obviously people can make their own levels and if you're familiar with like familiar with like the kaizo games people make kaizo levels on mario maker and this past uh summer games done quick they actually did a mario maker blind race and it was relay teams so there's two teams and they're on relay every time mario dies you have to hand off the controller and the levels were made by kaizo level creators they went into the levels blind so like number one mario maker has like four different mario games so there's like different tech for each game and number two if you die you have to hand off the controller to the person beside you and they get to try the level again and there's a five minute uh time cap for each level so it was it was wild it was wild so intense i cannot handle (laughs) that way too intense i'm anxious (laughs) I really did get me anxious. I'm like, I don't know if I could be in that relay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and and the other the, the other kicker is it's wholesome, family friendly content. I mean, I watch I watch the Mario Maker run with my kids, and I don't have to worry about anybody dropping f bombs or anything like that, which is nice. That's wonderful. Uh, Blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that doesn't matter to some people, but you know, dads like me, we could, we don't want to share the video games, and yeah, <laughs> totally fair. Definitely. Yeah. Have you seen like so like uh, have you what do you see as like uh, the future speedrun like has a, does the community continue to grow does the community want to grow further like um I don't know if I have a stake in what the future would be aside from supporting the event but uh, I mean obviously new games come out and new games means new runs uh, I'm always excited to see different kinds of races. Um, 
because those are always exciting for me seeing <clears throat> multiple people who are training professionally to beat this game in the most dangerous possible way possible compete it's always it's always entertaining i don't know i don't know if it needs much of a shakeup. i mean as long as they keep the content uh fresh and different and change it up which they're really good at so yeah uh more more events i i don't know i don't really have an, an answer for that <laughs> Well, that's totally fair. Yeah, this 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 the the event existing in itself is like growth, and then year over year, more people getting into it and super digging it. It's mm-hmm. cool even seeing the gateway drug that it does provide. Like, there's always like a huge spike when someone's speedrunning Mario, just probably because there are just so many people who are familiar with those levels. You know, they spent time mm-hmm. as a kid trying to make it, try to make their way through it. So, so to see someone wreck that is like pretty exciting. It's also a kind of cool way to dive into games that you might not necessarily play yourself, but if you wanted to check oh, it out, 100%. digestible yeah. block. Like, uh, for example, for me, Kingdom Hearts. Like, I played through some Kingdom Hearts, and not a hater. They're cool games, but I just... <laughs> Careful. I don't, I don't know if I, yeah, I'm, I'm, treading, I'm treading real soft here. <laughs> I just don't know if I have the time to sink into them, so to catch up you know what i mean so watching the yeah. speed run to me gives me an idea of like oh kingdom hearts 2 is really sweet i'll play that i'll probably just skip one or something like that you know that's yeah. not specifically how i feel but it an example like you can get a taste of what a game is and maybe check it out after that that part is really cool mm-hmm. yeah nice well do you man do you have any more questions no, this is like super interesting. This has been thanks so for, uh, awesome. Yeah, thanks so much yeah. for, for letting us know more about like what you do and the partnership. And uh, yeah. I'm always blown away by the not only the events itself and the and the culture, but also just like the amazing turnout people have for some of these organizations. It, it's really cool. I, I'm always whenever I see those numbers go up on on the, the donations, like it always flies up a couple a couple of grand immediately on on the on the stream, and I'm I'm, I'm taken to this happy place. It's like a week of bliss for me because I'm working and watching, and it's video games, but it's also like really awesome and helpful because like two millions for doctor two million for doctors without borders is that's a big help in a in a world that needs a lot of help. So <laughs> agreed, mm-hmm. definitely, yeah. Nice. So, is there anywhere um, we'll, we'll we'll edit? Sorry, my Siri went off. Um, <laughs> we'll 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 cut around this. Um, the ending would be. What do I typically say? Um, is there anything you'd like to? Oh, I know. All right, jumping back in. So, is there anything that you'd like to share? Anything you're working on, or socials, whatever the case may be. Uh, no, you can just give us a follow on uh, at the Eddie on Twitter and uh, check out our website theeddie.com. We post two new shirts every day. Uh, if you're an artist, we'd love to make T-shirts with you. We have a submission form on the website. Uh, we pay you buck fifty per shirt sold. You get to keep the rights to your artwork after this the shirt sale ends, uh, and it's a fun way to just try some stuff out, get your feet wet in T-shirt design. Awesome. Yeah, thanks so much for joining us. That's it for this episode of Overworld. Thanks for listening. I'm Matt Perez. And I'm Satchel Drakes. If you'd like to get in touch with us, please reach us at overworld at podcast1. That's O-N-E dot com. And also you can reach us on Twitter. My handle is at Satchel Drakes. That's Satchel like a bag with an extra L. And mine is Matt Ryan Perez. Thanks for listening. Take care. (laughs) 
springtime tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine and More. Garnishing your ham with pineapple? Pair it with a delicious Chardonnay to make their taste buds swirl. Deviled eggs are even better when paired with a light, dry wine like a bubbly Prosecco or a Pinot Grigio. For me, nothing beats recommending a great wine. And with such an extensive selection, I can help you find the perfect one in your budget. Whether you're hosting or just bringing the wine, Total Wine and More has you covered with 8,000 wines, 3,000 spirits, and 2,500 beers at always low prices. Cheers! At the border, I'm Ed Donahue with an AP News Minute. At the roundtable discussion today in San Antonio, Texas, President Trump heard something he said he never heard before about life along the border. Many people are dying, and the danger of living here, unless you know exactly what you're doing, is tremendous. This is Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Where are the people in Washington to stand up for these children, these women, these senior citizens? Where are they? Bring them down. Mr. President, let the Democrats come down to Brooks County. Let them come to any of these ranches. Let them see these bodies. Let them see the skeletons. We have the photographs. Attorney General William Barr says he thinks spying did occur on Donald Trump's presidential campaign, suggesting the origins of the Russia investigation may have been mishandled. Scientists released the first image ever made of a black hole, revealing a fiery ring of gravity-twisted light swirling around the edge of the abyss. One scientist said science fiction has become science fact. I'm Ed Donahue.